since the last time we recorded I've 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 turned 31 and I graduate from college this year which is a big thing right sure yeah it is um I'll be the first in my family to graduate and I guess my story is like how I ended up registering to go to Alverno College um it was kind of a fluke. It was a fluke that you registered for college? <laughs> kind of. I mean... Or you applied, rather? Yeah, I applied. Um, so, like, Alverno has always been a part of my life, right? Like, How so? My best friend went there. Um, she worked there, and, and she like she's, like, a double grad from there. She got her bachelor's and her master's there. So she went to Alverno right after high school, and I was just kind of like, whatever. I don't, I don't know what I want to go to college for. So I didn't. But I would always, like, go to Alverno for events, you know, like the student activities and stuff that we go to now. But I was just never, I was never drawn to it. Why not, do you think? Eh, I don't know. I, I don't think I was in the college, men, like, mentality. Not, not long-term thinking? Yeah, maybe? yeah. I know I certainly wasn't. Even when I was in college, I never once really thought very hard about what I was going to do after college. Right. Well, I just didn't think I was going to go to college. So yeah. it's just like, why? Right, sure. <laughs> like, why? It's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then she invited me to an alum event almost almost four years ago now. Um, this semester, actually, I think, because it's usually in the spring. And there was a Model UN class. About, uh, are you familiar with Model UN? Or you're familiar sure. with the UN, sure. right? 
Well, sure. No, I have uh, my middle school age students participate in Model UN in uh, New York every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Alverno students, there's a Model UN class like for a semester and they go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, the professor, um, every year, you know, like around this alum week, we kind of just have like Model UN reunion and Becky took me as her guest and it was on Disney princesses. I fucking rocked that shit. I was like, yes. It was just like fun. You know, I wasn't, didn't, it wasn't something that required a lot of research or anything like that. It was just like fun. And I was like, bah. Um, it had something to do about like glitter at the ball or something. It was like super girly. And <laughs> I was all about it. And I was like, man, college is fun. And it was also cool because, you know, there was, it was a long weekend, so there was, like, alums there, and there was this one, I don't remember her name, but, like, she ended up getting an award and gave, like, this wonderful speech about, like, how much Alverna meant to her, and, like, that was pretty much the conversations, like, all night. That's what it was, like, Alverna is, like, the best. Hmm. And I was like, huh, maybe Alverna is the best. Do you think that was maybe a motivation for having you go to all of these events, or was it just... No, because, like... Not not your motivation, I mean your friend's motivation. No, no, if you were to you. ask her, she was like, she'd be like, what the heck? Like, I've been trying, like, you've been coming to these events all these years, and you never had this response, and now it's like all of a sudden, I'm like, this school's awesome, and she kind of is like this, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so what was... Was it just the Disney princesses that made it different? I think it was, I think, no, I don't think it was the Disney princesses, although I think that really did help. Um, I I think it was just, like, you could tell that these women were, um, you know, they they were sisters. Like, there really is a strong sense of sisterhood on campus, and I've experienced that since attending there. Um, You do, you know, I'm a non-traditional college student, and I never didn't think I would make friends with, you know, people younger than me, mm-hmm. like a lot younger than me. Some of them are like 10 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it becomes, um, you kind of just bond. And I think that the values and the mission that Alverno stands for, it's like really becomes important and really like hits you home. So yeah, there is this bond. There's the sisterhood. And I really, really like that. Um, there's like this really positive energy. You know, it's really funny. Um, I've been on a couple of, panels for uh like at student student orientations and this one mom was like it sounds like a cult i was like yeah but like we mean it like we're not brainwashed we're not drinking kool-aid it's just like that great of an environment and so after that event i was like maybe college is for me and actually i applied at over and out and i applied at um what's the other one colonel stretch mm-hmm. colonel stretch offered me more money to go there Hmm. originally but i chose alverno um were you just covering your bases by applying to cardinal stretch just sort of feeling like i can't just apply at one school if i'm gonna well i figured like if i'm gonna apply at one maybe i should apply at another and see what happens Hmm. i don't remember why cardinal stretch specifically i think maybe one of their programs drew my attention Hmm. um it's a good school. I've 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 uh, I've done conferences there. I've, I've lectured there. Yeah. 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 No, they were really sweet, and like the admission counselor was great. But I think I was just like, I just chose Alverno, mm-hmm. and ultimately it was like the best choice for me. And 
So what was the relationships that you built with alum or current students there mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. drew you to the So it wasn't um, forward thinking, like, like I had said earlier, or, or, uh, or it wasn't um, ambition. It was really just going and mm-hmm. feeling a kinship with students there mm-hmm. and thinking I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and then it just ended up benefiting me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Our dog's playing with a toy that has plastic inside of it to make it crinkly, crunchy. He's always playing with toys when we're doing these. I think last time he was playing with a shark. Well, well, he had started to to attack the cat, so I got up and (laughs) ran interference just to avoid, you know, cat sounds. It's that... <laughs> He's just holding it, looking at me. Mm-hmm. That's the BarkBox toy. Mm-hmm. BarkBox is great. I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. We had to upgrade our toy bin. Yeah, because now was, he gets... It wasn't large enough to hold all... All the new toys he gets every month. Yeah. Yeah, he gets like, what, two or three new toys? What is it? Subscription boxes. What yeah. Is it about subscription oh, boxes? I'm so obsessed. I, t- I tell you, Instagram knows how to like. We already do all of our shopping online anyway. Right. But now we have more things coming. Like yeah. We've shopped for the future. Yeah. Things just arrive. I love it. I love it so much. It's just like a fun little, su- well, it's not even a surprise, but it's like, your bar box is here and it just becomes an event. Mm-hmm. Something you look forward to. Like, oh, I got shipped. Sure. Let's see what's inside. So do you think you never would have gone to college if you hadn't had that? You know, that's that that feeling. I don't know. Um, I think it like the timing was just perfect. I think I was at a point in my life where I was like, I needed something new. Mm. And I think that's why I was drawn so much. It's like, maybe this is what I'm looking for. Sure. Because um, I think by that time I was what? How old was I when I met you? Almost four years ago. You were uh, 26. Yeah. So like, I knew I needed something different. Um I knew I wanted to do more, and I knew I needed a degree to do it. Mm. And I think, and then it just happened to be drawn to over and over. I think I really think it was just the timing. Like you know, right after high school, I was like, well, I don't know what the heck I want to do with my life, and I definitely don't have the advantages of like just going to school. You know, like I didn't have that privilege of like being able to just go to school. Um, you couldn't just go to school? No, I couldn't. I, I tried. I did try. Like, I went to METC for a couple of semesters. But, like, that. yeah, I did. I did I did 21 credits there. Um, I know because they transferred over to Alberta. I did not know that. Yeah, but it was, like, hard. You know, I was working full time and paying for everything out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, at the time, there weren't many, like, financial support. There wasn't much financial support for, for me. And... Um, it just got too much. And you're not eligible for student loans, of course. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, I can't. And it, and then I was I was learning early childhood. Or I was My major was early childhood education. It's like, I don't even know if I want to do this. So why am I putting more money into this if I'm not even sure? Sure. Like, I just didn't have that. I couldn't take that risk. I yeah. couldn't afford that risk. Sure. <laughs> well, you feel like you're making a practical decision um, that makes you miserable. Yeah. And... You eventually just have to stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Um, so. I imagine that's a hole that a lot of college graduates find themselves in pursuing sure. a degree that they 
double-edged sword, of course. I mean, you can go get your BFA mm-hmm. and have no career options whatsoever and a mountain of debt. Mm-hmm. Or you go get a degree in something that you care absolutely nothing about to work in a job or a mm-hmm. field that yeah, you don't you feel don't passionate know, yeah, about at right. all. And you're just miserable. Yeah, and you have financial security and you're still buried under a mountain of debt. Right, yeah. Yeah. The benefit, the, the privilege of actually being able to accumulate that debt in the first place as opposed to having to work full time and pay for it out of pocket in order to attend. That's just, it's one thing that I find really impressive about you is that while everybody's complaining about student debt, do you actually know what it means when you can't take out a loan? And you act, if you wanted to go to college, you have to pay for it then and there, right now. Very few college kids actually have that appreciation. I certainly didn't. Um, I took. I had to take out loans. Uh, I paid for them. Frank, I, I was. I was fortunate that I was able to get work and decent. And, and you know, never defaulted on any loans. You know, and, and I was never. Uh, I guess I just didn't experience that thing that a lot of college grads like to complain about now of just being buried. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go to a huge school or anything, but it's one thing that I've been impressed by with you specifically is that you didn't actually even have the ability to take out a loan. No, I mean, like, I have debt, but, like, yeah, it's not. It's I'm, not student loan no, debt. No, it's not student loan debt. And it's not the kind of debt that we're talking about. No, it's, it's not, not going like to, like, $40,000 or $50,000, right. you know. No, right. In debt. Yeah. No, it's manageable. Um, I mean, again, I, I think I've been fortunate enough that. I've 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 always had a job, right? Like I've always been employed. I've and I've been employed by really wonderful people that have paid me well and make that happen. Um, I know that's well, not the case for a lot of you, people. You made that happen. Well, yeah, but yeah. still, like it's you know a, what I mean. Like I, I just I know it's hard. To I've got given got I've. I've been given really awesome opportunities. Yeah, it's tough to give yourself credit anymore, isn't it? Because you don't want to sound arrogant and you want to acknowledge the fact that, yes, I'm lucky that I met these great people and got these great opportunities. But you also... I went out... Yeah, you, you showed I, up Yeah, every right. Day I was going to say, like, I... And you I, built those relationships. Right, yeah. You know, so... Like, I... I grabbed those opportunities, right? Like, yeah, I... I hung I, on I them just, with both hands. You yeah. recognized it at that time. yeah. But maybe that's what, yeah, it's actually recognizing that that keeps you humble in the first place. It's like, yeah, I, I recognize it as, you know, an opportunity that does not come every day. And I grabbed it, you know. Yeah. So gives you that appreciation for it. There's plenty of folks that are vigilant and just don't get that, you know. What was it? It's a, well, you, you're a Star Trekkie. Didn't Picard, I, didn't Picard yeah. once say? Well, I didn't, I didn't get can, that far you, in the in the series. Oh, you've never seen Next Generation? No, I'm only watching. I'm I'm just I've just watched the the first. No. Are you just watching it now for the first time? No, I've watched it in the past. I'm just rewatching it again. Gotcha. I only mentioned. I'm not a Trekkie, but I somehow remembered this quote that you can play the game of life and never make a mistake and still lose. Mm. Uh, because it's not a game; it's just life. I'm paraphrasing, but I think mm. that's a Picard mm. quote about that just. There's just bad luck, and you can never make mm-hmm. a mistake ever, and it still will all, you'll still lose. Uh, yeah. And the cat's trying to burrow its way into my son's uh, gym bag. She has a thing for a. Uh, for his bag? Like, I think it's just like him. It might be him. But yeah, she, she also has a thing for bags. Yeah. 
She likes bags. Yeah. She's just, a bag lady. There's something to crawl inside of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so you graduate in three months. I graduated in May. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Was that four? Four I, months. I, I start school January 29th. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, like spring break and all that stuff. Sure. We get sure. a lot of breaks in the spring. Yeah. Um. No, I'm excited. I am. I'm like a little afraid, but I think I'm ready. Obviously, you're. Are you? You're afraid of not having to be a full time student and a, and work full time. Yeah, at the I same don't know. What, for yeah, the first time in, in my four in, years. yeah. I was. I don't know what I'm. I mean, I guess I did that before, right? Like, what? Do, it was really funny. Like, once yeah. the semester ended, I don't know if you remember me being like kind of antsy around the house. It's like, what the hell do I do with myself? Like, sure. I don't, it's the weekend, can I just, can I just sit and yeah. watch TV? Like, I don't have a paper to write, and that's what the rest of my life is going to be like mm-hmm. now, and I don't know how to deal. I think you'll figure it out. I think I'll have time to read. I'm excited. Sure. I'll be able to take more naps. <laughs> Develop yeah. a skincare routine. <laughs> I guess it's, it's like the frog in boiling water. You, know, you don't recognize that it's getting hotter because if you turn up the heat gradually, and you've just been, you know, you've been in boiling water for years now. Yeah. And that once it's it like, finally oh, gets back to I, sort of what a, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. What I do, can, I do with myself. I can recognize. I can completely appreciate that. What's next? I feel like I feel like well, what what other project can I take on? Like well, the project will be your career, of course. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I like Just my job. Just think about how good you'll be at your job whenever it's the only job you have it's to do. It's the only job I have to do, yeah. Man, that's a, you want to talk about privilege that people don't recognize right. when they don't have to have two jobs. Yeah. Uh, or be a student and work full-time at yeah. the same time. It's like where you just have to do one thing, and that's all you got to oh, do every day when it. you get up, and everything else is free time. It's Sounds like, amazing. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I've, I've never experienced that in my yeah. adult life. Again, I was a parent by the time I was right. 24. Yeah. That kind of, you know, whether it's children or the job or the other job. Uh-oh, my computer locked. Oh, no, I hope it's still recording. I hope so. We'll see. Did it? Or did it It doesn't us? look like it stopped. Oh, okay. Anyway, like, we'll see. But, yeah, it's sort of the idea of you only got to do the one thing. You just got to get up and go do that job. And then, and then come home. And then you get to come home, and then you get the rest of the day to like, yourself. What do you do? You can go to the gym. You can develop hobbies. I mean, I used to do that read. when I was a nanny, and I wasn't in school, and... Oh man, I think I was super on. fit. I what did I do? Like I, yeah, I was just great. Acted like assholes, you know. You just <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really you what just, it was. You know, that's certainly that's what really, I acted like. Yeah, you know, I just was an idiot. Yeah, I went to work and came home and and you know went out with my friends and like didn't mm-hmm. really think about life post twenty two, twenty three. No, I just got to enjoy it. It was great. Yeah, I don't, I guess I was, well, you're 22, 23 years old, I don't know, it's just just so, you're still such figuring it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if you know exactly what it is that you want to do, I don't know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I read about people that have extreme focus and drive and know exactly what they're going to do, and they start their first business by their time they're 23, and sell their first business by the time they're 26. That's not my experience. Well, I just, I, I. I envy whatever it was that got them to that headspace mm-hmm. at such a young age mm-hmm. because I certainly yeah. never had any experiences that 
got me to think that way. No, I that was not me either. It's like I went to work, I came home, and then I went out. Yeah. And like for wing nights or for karaoke or like, you know, I mm-hmm. I enjoyed my 20s. My 20s were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had just a, you know, just a short-sighted, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to say blue collar, but I just didn't think I about. I was very much working and, class yeah, mentality. Yeah. yeah, just sort of like working for the weekend. Yeah. Which was just ridiculous. It's uh, great. It wasn't until like, you know, yeah, I had kids that it sort of like uh, snapped into it. Basically until you grew up. Yeah. That's when I grew well, up and realized I didn't want to work, you know, hourly anymore. And, I, you know, suddenly I had really good reasons not to. Yeah. And that's be, where I kind of like Beyond just now. personal shame. It's like, do I need, do I need to invest? Do I need to like get a 401k? What? I've never... Yeah, yeah, you do, it's like actually. I, need, I do, do, I do, and I never, I mean, more than afford it. Yeah, it's great. I love that. I love, again, I love that I've given, been giving, been given this opportunity to work this amazing job that I love, and it takes care of me. Um, like right now, like it's what it's allowing me to pay for the remainder of my school. Sure. Without being like miserable. Obviously, living here too, <laughs> mm-hmm. with your help. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm scared. I have to be a functioning adult, and I don't know how to be a functioning adult because I went like I, I had like well, it's like one of those things like I, I, I had twenties fun, you know, partying, sure, drinking, whatever, and then you know I went to college when I was twenty four. Um, so I was like college student mentality, right? It's like, oh, now I have to be an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm 31. I can't. There's no excuse. Like I have to be an adult. I can't go back to like early 20 lifestyle because one, I don't have the energy. Mm. You know, like I, I we're gonna go to bed in like 15 minutes, and mm-hmm. that's perfect mm-hmm. for me. Sure. <laughs> and and I think the other thing is like my priorities just changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if it was just a lack of priorities. I mean, that's what it is. You're, yeah. You know, they sort of made me have a flippant attitude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I didn't really have it. Once at, at the age of 24, having kids, that's what kind of like burned that out of my yeah. headspace as far as like indulging. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, of course, you know, you're, you go out occasionally. Yeah. Sure. But really, um, that just becomes like a weird bonus that. Um, Isn't really what you're thinking about anymore. You're really focused on money and you know what, what's what is what's going to happen in the next five years. I'm what's thinking like in the next ten years. I'm thinking retirement. Like I want to retire. Oh, I don't ever want to retire. That sounds terrible. Oh, I want to retire. Ugh. I want to retire. No, I. And love then just like, well, and then like use that time to go back to theater. You know, like be able to do theater again and mm. and. Be, be, be have the ability to like be more oh, so you, you just want to do something else yeah that's not retiring retiring so you do nothing no i still want to be like active but mm-hmm. not have to worry about putting in the work i guess like oh, i don't know if that's the right word because theater's that, a lot of work the theater is a lot of work but like i want to do it for funsies and not i guess i'm still in that mentality of like hourly pay right like mm-hmm. Every minute is an opportunity to make money. <laughs> no, I agree with that completely. Um, and that's just the reality is that in theater, that's it's very rare, right. right? And and when you're paying for school out of pocket or when you have to provide for a family, like it's it is, 
it's difficult to justify that time. It's not to say you can't make money as an artist. No, no, not at all. But you don't want to have to worry yeah, think about it as a job. Right. I just want to do it, sure. and and because I love it and I enjoy it and I miss it and it's like I just want to do it. Sure. Retired. Mm-hmm. In one way or another. I gotcha. For uh, I will say that making money as an artist is like. At least personally, the most satisfying feeling mm. I've ever had outside of like fatherhood mm. is actually just making something mm-hmm. that I like. And then somebody paying you money to have it? Yeah, or having like either it's the one single thing or having copies of it sell in other countries mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. t shirts and stickers. And uh, that never gets old. Mm-hmm. So I actually like making money with, with your art with yeah. my, well, while applying my trade. Uh, there is, you know, the, you know, there are no pure meritocracies out there, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of, you know, fuzzy meritocracies out there where, you know, uh, if something that, if, if your piece is selling or your play is selling, mm-hmm. that's not an, you know, just because something's popular doesn't mean it's good, but it's certainly not an indicator to the contrary. Right. You yeah. Know, something's yeah. popular because it's not good. Right. You know, so when you gain some traction with something that you've made. God, it feels so good. It feels great. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So I chase that. Yeah. Um, no, I just I just do it for funsies. I think that's fun. <laughs> I just don't want anything. I just want to do it. Yeah, I, but it's and that little pat on the heads of that little like good job. This is good work. Maybe that's you know it just never gets old. Like it's Maybe. the validation. You know, like kind of you know when somebody tells you that you're you know whether whatever it is you know i really liked your play or i really like your you know whatever you what you wrote or what you drew i never really believed them because uh, i knew what it was what the quality really was but when somebody pays me for it yeah. and it's like oh okay you mean it oh no see i'm yeah, I don't i'm cool it. with like no, just I want, taking a bow and nah, i want paid baby this feels good like the work that i did on stage was great and and I guess maybe it goes back to relationship building because I really love my theater community and I met some really good friends through that. Mm. I don't know. I think I'm just like a very... That's what motivates you. That's what makes you feel like... Uh, you, maybe it makes you feel like you can do it. It's connections. Yeah. They're very important to me. Even though I like get tired with too much social interaction. That's mm. <laughs> normal. But like I think that's... I value, I value relationships a lot. Well, yeah. You need and to when, have them. Yeah, and when, I, and when I can make relationships with doing something that I enjoy. Because I do love performing. Mm. That's my thing. I do love being so the center a, of attention. That feels really good. <laughs> I've yeah. always been that way since I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not doing it for the applause or the praise. You're doing it because you like being in a, in a troop. I love it, yeah. yeah. It's a little family. Oh, yeah. It's I a can, community. It's support. My experience with it, with, with theater was just that whether it was theater or it was being in an orchestra or being in a marching band in high school or or it it was just being in a group where you were communally creating Mm -hmm. something that Mm -hmm. um you know you had to play your part and do Mm -hmm. your role but there was also a certain meritocracy to it whereas if you put in the work and could perform you would gain more prestige more Mm -hmm. center stage 
so many that's such a fertile circumstance to build real relationships mm-hmm. with people much mm-hmm. like you know being on a sports team yeah like, right like being yeah. in the military yeah you know it's a stressful circumstance where you have to do your job well yeah and a lot of people are depending on you and that feels good to be a part of something like that yeah i mean that's, that's why I think that's why people are willing to pay $150 a month to go to a CrossFit gym and suffer <laughs> because, it, real, yeah. it, because, because it feels Rotting. good. Yes. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, it's the camaraderie. It's yeah. experiencing stress and, 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 uh, and uh, hardship yeah. with somebody rooting for you and wanting you to be better. And, you know, and getting better at something. And that's what, yeah. I mean, that's what organizing is for me. That's what theater is for me. That's what Alverno is. Yeah. So, like, just to go back on the Model UN thing, like, I finally did that class last semester. Mm. And, like, I just bonded with those girls so much. And we have, like, this group chat now. And we went out to brunch this weekend. That's and right. we want to do it every month. And it's, like, awesome. Yeah. And it's just, we su- we're very supportive of each other and cheer each other on. And I love it. Even though they're, like, so much younger than me, I'm, like, the grandma. <laughs> You're 31. <laughs> yeah, they're, I know. They're, like, in their early 20s. <laughs> yeah. When you were in your early 20s, did you have any friends that were in, your, in their 30s? You must have. I have theater friends, yeah. You were in yeah. theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it weird for you then? Did you think of them as older? No. Yeah, then I No, I just thought of them as my friends. Yeah, and I bet you they don't even think twice about yeah, it. Yeah, probably. You're right. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. I don't have any friends in their early 20s. They drive me bananas. <laughs> I think of what I was like in my early 20s, and I cringe. Oh, I don't think, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Have you been to a cl- Well, we went out for Halloween that one year, remember? When we were out, we went to clubs. Yeah, we went with your cousins. God, I was all- miserable. Yeah, just because there's just a lot of folks in their 20s that are you know obnoxious they're and embarrassing loud. to be around like, oh my god i just don't want to you know it's like you look around a room it's like we could just call off about one third of the adult males in this room and then it would feel like a normal safe environment yeah 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 like, like can you just go to a neighborhood bar yeah like there's just too many yeah it's too much is that yeah it just felt like a disaster waiting to happen yeah yeah, I can't do that anymore. But like when I was that age, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I don't. I, even when I was that age, I didn't like going to clubs. I didn't like. Yeah, I, it wasn't. I, I went. Loved it. I, I, I enjoyed oh. the dancing. Oh, I went. I went, but I didn't go because I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I just went because that's what you were supposed to do. I think mm-hmm. I just kind of did it because I thought it was what I was supposed to do. And you had to be loud and goofy. Yeah, I just want to. Well, yeah. It was what the crew was doing, so you kind of just went. Mm-hmm. I wasn't dating. I didn't do it a ton, but, yeah, I more or less just went to be with my friends. Mm-hmm. And even, but even then, like, once you boil down a core group of friends, the ones that I boiled down to wouldn't really, they weren't really club guys. They yeah. Were, you know, they would, like, you know, we'd get a pay-per-view, we'd watch fights, or we'd mm-hmm. play cards, or, you know, or, you know, we just watch weird films we would you know get because uh, they were all they were geeks but they weren't you know mm-hmm. geeks that you know that you hated you mm-hmm. know you know there's a certain threshold for it's like where you you know you're dealing with somebody who's just a misanthrope mm-hmm. and you can't stand listening to a word they say yeah because it's like this yeah this isn't fun no because you feel like you're talking to a damaged man child yeah. and like i don't yeah 
I don't want anything to do with this. You just want to get out of there. Yeah. Anything. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, with my core group of friends, what we do. We go out for brunch. Anything that involves food and, like, mimosas or Bloody Marys. Just drinking during the drinking day. Drinking during the day is the best. Um, favorite thing to go is to, to do is, like, go to my best friend's house and just, like, drink a bottle of wine with her and just talk. Sure. Oh, there's a puppy dog. He wants to love. That's what he wants. A poor thing. I was, like, gone all day today. Hmm. He didn't get any love from me. He's getting old. Did you notice his face is really white? Yeah, you keep bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, it's am worried. What are you worried about? I don't know. I don't want my dog to get old. Why? I don't know. I like his... Well, I don't think anybody wants their dog to get old. Yeah. With my little energetic buddy. I wouldn't mind if he calmed down a little bit. Maybe just a bit, but <laughs> as long as he doesn't lose his, like, snuggly self. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, like, the older he gets, I hope I, just, I hope he doesn't get, like, grumpy old, you know, where right, he doesn't want to be. Like, yeah, where he's arthritic and he doesn't mm-hmm. want to get pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that he's a snuggle bug. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was, like, sleeping in between us last night on the couch. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just tries to nestle in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I could do without some of the energy, but I love the snuggling, and I don't want I don't want him to lose that. Like, <laughs> like we said, if, if, it, if all things goes well, he'll be the first <laughs> to die. At a very old age. Oh, sure. He'll be like, you know, I think he'll live to be 20. Ideally. Yeah. He's the first to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think you think he will go before the black cat goes? Oh, yeah. That cat's going to like, you know, it'll just live forever. If it doesn't, like, accidentally kill itself. He's pretty stupid. He might, yeah. Like, it's stuck somewhere. Yeah, I could see him doing that. And, yeah. Or, like, drinking, and- like, bleach water or something. Like, if we're mopping and... Like, yeah, like barring some kind of horrible accident yeah. or like hanging himself with like the cord for the drapes <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Oh, a bear so dumb. That happens with, yeah. 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 I don't well, think he's it's not like, much it's not of a We've kind of dumb proofed the house. He, well, he's not much of a window hopper like Danny is. No. And he doesn't try he's to get a, outside. He's or a anything. bush dweller. Yeah? Yeah, there's a difference between cats. Like, there's bush dwelling cats and there's tree dwelling cats. In terms of domestic cats. Yeah, like there are cats that like to be high up, and there are cats that prefer being down low. Yeah. And I think he's a bush dweller, whereas Danny's a tree dweller. Yeah. I read a lot about cats when I first got them. Do you think that's just a product of their weight? Like once they reach a certain size, they just don't want to be up, they can't get up high anymore and be comfortable? No, Coda's always, I mean, I've had Coda since he was three. He's always, he's, a, he's just a big cat, maybe. He's always been a big cat. Though. He's just got short little legs. Yeah, like, I can't he- help it. She's a big, heavy cat. Can't help it be a bush dweller because yeah. he's got stubby little legs yeah. and it's big. Yeah. He's like, what, 10 pounds? I don't know. 15? I don't know. He's a big cat. I guess he's probably 15, 16 pound mm-hmm. cat. He's little stumps for legs. <laughs> oh, that's the white cat. She's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't think about the animals dying very much outside of... I don't want to think about them dying. It just doesn't really occur to me. Yeah. Come I mean, on. you know, maybe when I'm really mad at them, I just sort of... Or you just get annoyed. 
Yeah. yeah. You're like, I can't wait till you're gone. I wouldn't say that. Oh. I just try to imagine coming home and it's like. She's inside the bag. She's inside the bag. <laughs> I was carrying her in that bag earlier. It was great. I don't think she enjoyed it as much. No, of course I don't. I would never w- wish ill on, on, on any of them. Of course not. <laughs> no, come on. The smile. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I, 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 well, I like being. We're not getting any more. I like being alone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a lot. Like you say, you get tired from social interactions. Yeah. Like I. I you don't do, want them. I don't want them with. at all. They're always a chore. <laughs> I'd be a great hermit. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, and I think maybe part of what's getting older, one of the nice things, you know, I was saying I went to the clubs because I thought that's just what you did with your friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that need to do any at, at all. I haven't felt that way in 10 years. It's great. And being alone means being alone. And coming to a, into a house and getting home from all the obligations that you have to take care of as whether it's a parent and or, or, or professionally and the kids are busy at a thing or they're to sleep over and you've got quiet and then suddenly you're like, oh, I got to feed this thing. I got to walk this thing. I got to play with this thing because it's going to go bananas if I don't play with it. Because mm-hmm. it's cruel to, ne- I feel yeah, guilty. Yeah. Like I look at this little thing and it's like, I, it's cruel yeah, to ignore it. it yeah. So I have to play with it. Yeah. And but yeah, there are times like, I don't want to do this. I don't, f- so I don't get like the, in- I don't have that need that I think some people like they feel enriched and it provides them with a sense oh, of. Oh, I love it. I, I, love I don't have that home. need. I like doing my thing. I like, I want to sit and I want to draw. I want to write. I want to be productive on the thing that mm-hmm. I'm really that I'm interested in and everything else I feel bad when I have to be productive like I love coming home sitting on the couch and then all of them come to me and we just snuggle yeah it's my favorite yeah and that one time I took a nap on the couch and all three of them were on that top of me every yeah, time you I love it that's my favorite it's like sleeping with a furry weighted blanket I do take naps, but I usually wake up feeling mildly disgusted <laughs> with myself for having napped. Oh, I love naps. I nap when I, like, physically have to. I like really I enjoy am, naps. Like, I start to recognize this as a point of diminished returns where my I brain is getting... I haven't had a nap in a while. My head hurts. I had a nap like, today. I did not. Yeah. You came home. You didn't even say hello. I, I was did, in the basement. I didn't know laundry. where you were. I, I asked the kids. I was like, where's your dad? They're like, oh, he's in the kitchen. I was like, well, clearly he's not because I, I came through the kitchen. And then... Uh, Valen goes, I think he's upstairs. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go up there and take a nap. I guess, you know, one of three places, mm, kitchen, <laughs> basement, or upstairs. And I was already upstairs, and I wasn't going to go back downstairs. So I figured you'd see my car eventually, and you would know I was home. That's okay. I came down, though. I just, I got car sick, and I, you know, when I get car sick, I need to, like, lay down oh, for a sure, bit. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And I got up early, and I went to bed late the night before, and I was like, I need to. I'm going to be really, gr- like, I'm a toddler. I'm going to get grouchy if I don't take a nap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I do the same. I recognize, like, I can't maintain a professional demeanor. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I you have to keep it positive. Like, when I'm working when it's at work, you have to be positive. Mm-hmm. Your mindset and attitude sets the weather mm-hmm. forecast right. for your classroom. And... I enjoy what I do, but I, you know, yeah, I get tired. I need to recharge. And well, also when I'm working with my kids, it, it's not a social interaction. Mm. You know, I'm I'm doing my job, mm-hmm. and 
I need to say the thing mm-hmm. that will get my students to do what I need them to do to grow. Right. You know, whether to think, it, it, whatever it is, whatever mental hurdle I need them mm-hmm. to sort of jump over. You know, you have to, to say that. Th- yeah. And that's fun. That's a good. You're really good with kids. It's a good exercise. I well, I like I, I I like working with them. But you do get. But you if you if I start to recognize that my capacity to be creative in that way is diminished, and I'm feeling grouchy, like I don't feel like mm-hmm. getting to you know finding the you know I mm-hmm. just like I just want to tell you what to do and just do it. Mm-hmm. When I start to it's like I'm tired. You know, mm-hmm. I need to stop. I yeah. need to step away because I'm not going to do my job well. And you know. That's when it's like come home at lunch and take a twenty minute nap, you know. Just close the eyes and just zone out, meditate. Meditating mm-hmm, is good. Mm-hmm. Meditating is something I really like. I need to do that more often. I need to. Uh, it's really works really well for me. I'm not. I'm. I took a meditating class like my freshman year. You took a class on it. It was like I needed a one credit course. Like it was an elective, and I needed like one credit, so it was like a wellness class, right? And it was oh that. I was really bad at it because I always ended up falling asleep during meditation no not for me i i mean they get my i really enjoy uh transcendental meditation uh, or it's really for me it's about just focusing on one specific mm-hmm. minutia doing body scans where like if you start to feel like an itch mm-hmm. on on your scalp mm-hmm. while you're sitting there trying to meditate you know don't move to scratch it you just oh, hyper God, no. focus on it and just i'm going to concentrate on that thing nope. yeah um it, it, for me, they become straight up psychedelic. I where just I fall feel asleep. warm, I start to see lights. It's it, um, just snoring. No, I start snoring. No, I I uh, I find it very refreshing. Um, puts me back into a great. It feels like I got twelve hours of sleep if I do it well. Mm. You know, if I mm-hmm. have enough time, a full twenty five minutes to just sit in a chair mm-hmm. in silence. And not have anything bother me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like I've been asleep for twelve hours, and I get up feeling great. Nothing like nothing's bothering me at all. Um, no, I need to get better at it. I did download this app. Um, I just haven't gotten a chance to actually sit down and do it. But like I said, I always just fall asleep. Guided meditation helps as a good starting point to sort of somebody to walk oh, you I even, through. I even to, fall asleep during guided meditation. No, I, I'm not good at sleeping. So I am so good at sleeping. <laughs> I love sleeping so much. I do. I admit I like to lounge. I like to get lazy occasionally. I love to sleep. But no, no I'm not. Oh, you know I'm a good sleeper. Sure. I'm a heavy sleeper. Sure. Hammy knows I'm a good sleeper because he sleeps with me when I take naps on the couch. Because he's not allowed on the bed. No. <laughs> no animals in the bed. It's horrible. I know. You cold, baby. He's shaking. He probably needs to go out. Has he gone out this afternoon? Ooh, not since I got home, no. I'll take him Did out Did you take quick. him out when you got home earlier? Mm-mm. You didn't take him out for the afternoon? Mm-mm. No, I gotta take him out now. Yes, you do. Yeah, it's 9 o'clock. He's shaking because he needs to go outside. He needs to go potty. He needs to go outside. Go go That's probably what he's trying to do is get our attention to go potty. Should I go outside? <laughs> Should I go outside? <laughs> yes, <it does. laughs> Well, I guess I guess that's our cue.